Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Matt Barrows, of course, from The Athletic. He's the 49ers beat reporter and so much more. Friend of the program, friend of FPs. Matt, what's going on? How was Niner practice today? Niner practice was good. Uh, nearly a full house. Uh, the one outstanding member was Debo Samuel, but Debo Samuel was out there. Um, I'll describe it to you. Uh, when we first came out, you know, we're, we're able to watch the beginning of practice, so warm-ups and then maybe, I don't know, the first uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. When we first went out there, Debo was in his uniform and he was uh, holding his helmet, um, and he didn't join practice, but he was doing sprints on the side. He was sprinting with the ball underneath his arm. So, um, obviously, the, the, the discomfort he's been feeling with the shoulder not preventing him from doing a little bit of running and some football movements. Anyway, I, re- I read it as a, uh encouraging sign that um, he might rejoin practice later this week. That's good to hear, and uh, so you guys are out there for 15 to 20, and then there's a horn that goes off, and they just politely shoo you to the exit? Uh, politely, um, yeah. Uh, it's the first four <laughs> periods of practice, so uh, we know when that, uh, when that period is up, and then uh, you're not allowed to see it. This, is, this has been going on for the last, I don't know, quarter of a century or so, but um, it's uh, our day and age where everybody's paranoid about game plan t- type of stuff getting out into enemy hands so that's why uh that's why we're booted uh 20 minutes in so how long do you have to lay, uh, wait maddie before you make a decision on Debo samuels for sunday like what's what's the last minute thing can you just see if he can go on sunday game time decision or first quarter decision you burn a roster spot how is this going to play out do you think yeah, I mean, I, I think that they want to have an idea about whether he can play. Um, you know, obviously he's reached a point where he doesn't need to practice during the week to play. Um, he, he's reached that veteran status. But, I mean, as we saw on Saturday, um, it, it's sort of a big deal when you think he's going to play and uh, he comes out of the game because not only do you not have Debo Samuel anymore as a weapon, but... Uh, there are all sorts of kind of play sheet um, issues that uh, can can rear their ugly head. That's why uh, you saw Juwan Jennings in the backfield taking a carry and losing a yard uh, on the very first play of the uh, of the third quarter. Um, it was kind of born of the fact that you know usually Debo is out there, and a uh, a run to Debo makes a lot of sense. So. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I think it's a pain management thing. Uh, Kyle Shanahan absolutely danced around the uh, the real diagnosis, the uh, precise diagnosis of the uh, of the shoulder issue. 
So they don't want to, uh, you know, chip off the lions uh, on exactly what's happening. But it, it's clear that it was too painful for him to uh, play on Saturday. It was too painful for him to practice today. But that also that pain has been diminishing during the week. And obviously the hope is that it, it goes down enough that they have a uh, a pretty good sense of whether he's going to play on Sunday. Matt Barrows from The Athletic here on 95.7 The Game with FP. And Dibs, FP, in for Mark Willard. So what does the rest of the week look like in terms of Niner practices? And I know you mentioned that Debo doesn't necessarily have to practice to be able to be up on game day, but what else do they have on the docket the rest of this week that he'll either be a part of or not be a part of? Yeah, you know, the the Thursday practice is their big practice. That's the one where, you know, you ideally want to have everybody back for it. So, you know, you'll, you'll get a Trent Williams who gets a, a rest day on Wednesdays. That's because the Wednesday practice, frankly, isn't as important as the Friday, uh, as the Thursday practice. That's where they, uh, install third downs. That's sort of the, uh, the nitty gritty practice. It's a very intense practice. Um, you know, that, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, players who have played elsewhere in the league are, are struck by that early in the season. <laughs> they don't, they don't practice as intensely, as vigorously as the 49ers do in most other NFL cities. Um, so, um, that's, that's a big one. And then on Friday, they, uh, sort of, it's more of a, uh, a walkthrough where they go over some of the, uh, the more, um, you know, difficult plays, red zone stuff, things like that. And then uh, it's one more walkthrough on Saturday, and then then it's game time. Game time, baby. We'll see what happens. I'm worried about the Lions, Matt. I don't know why. I think they have momentum. They have the physicality. They do have a running game. There has to be some sort of emphasis on stopping the run this week, right? I mean, Kyle talked about that they have to be better at it, but they weren't very good against the Packers in the run defense. And there was some times this season when they weren't the, the, the Niners' defense we're used to against the run. No, absolutely. I mean, it's it's no mistake that uh, three of the four teams remaining in the playoffs are uh, among the top five teams in, in rushing this year. This is what they do. Uh, and I'm talking about the Ravens, the Lions, and the 49ers. And uh, I've got to believe that the Lions saw the, the 49ers-Packers game and said, okay, this is... <laughs> This is where we're going to win this game. We're going to run the ball like we have all season. We're going to take advantage of this 49ers defense, and in doing so, we're going to keep the ball out of Brock Purdy's and Christian McCaffrey's and Brandon Ayuk's hands. Um, you know, it, it's hard to kind of pinpoint one area. It's it's, it's somebody is lapsing uh, on every play. I mean, um, you know, for example, earlier in the year, you could say, you know, Dre Greenlaw, he's not himself. He's working through all sorts of issues. Um, that's that's the reason why this run defense hasn't been as good as it has. I thought that Greenlaw played really well. Greenlaw looked like Greenlaw on Saturday. It wasn't him. Uh, he wasn't the reason for it. Um, it's just everybody working in unison. I think that um, you know, the, you know, 53 of the Packers' uh, rushing yards came on one play, and there were all sorts of uh, errors on that play. The biggest one that uh, the the free safety Logan Ryan. He's the eraser. He's the one that needs to step up and make sure that a eight yard run doesn't turn into a fifty three yard run. And he frankly whiffed on that play. So I don't know if that's a, a way that the Forty ers can uh, improve on that. Uh, having Jair Brown come back into a starting role was sort of a surprise when he wasn't in that role. 
to begin uh, Saturday's game, and, and frankly, it, it came back to bite the 49ers. Is he going to be healthy enough to take that spot? And the other question that many fans have is the Ambry Thomas conundrum with the two big pass interference penalties that he absorbed against the Packers. Is there a chance that uh, Shanahan and Steve Wilkes make a change there as well? Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't seem that way um, because their options are Daryl Luter, a rookie, and you know from the Jair Brown, uh, you know situation. We we now know that boy, the Forty ers are very loath to play rookies in these big games. So uh, I'd be very surprised if they put Luter into a big spot like that. And then Luter was up for the Packers game, and, and Samuel Womack was down. So that that sort of suggest that the 49ers don't have full faith and in- worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No Womack either. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's my read on the, on the situation, uh, and it looks like it's going to be another game with Avery Thomas back there. I mean, um, I think you're right, though. It, it's clear that the Packers, uh, in looking for defensive weaknesses, that was another one that they, um, they, they, uh, they targeted. They said, uh, okay, if we're going to go deep, let's go after, uh, Ambry Thomas. He's, he's the, uh, uh, you know, the other two cornerbacks are, are terrific. I thought that Ward and especially D'Amador Lenore had great games. That's, uh, that's the way the, the second half of the season went. Uh, the odd man out in that is, is Ambry Thomas. If you're going to attack somebody, you're attacking number 20. So, Jay Greenlaw did have a good game, except for I just saw him run down Market Street in his uniform with a ball in his hand. He's still running around. That would, that would be a good uh, marketing commercial for the Niners in the offseason. Just have Gray, Dre just running through the city with a ball in his head. Go down! 49ers, yeah. just keep running. People on the side of the street yelling, go down, totally. go down, go down. All right, the Nick Bosa question. I, I got to ask you, Matty. Like, everyone's calling the show. Everyone's talking about it. Is there something off in his game right now, or are we just being way too critical? In the pass rush game, no. Yes. I mean, I, th- this question's popped up at, at various points this season um, because his sack numbers are so low and because the 49ers didn't get a sack Saturday against Jordan Love. But, you know, you, you watch the tape and you see him. I thought it was him and, and really Eric Armstead uh, stood out on the defensive line 
Um, they're both getting there. Um, you, know, you have to give some credit to Jordan Love. I thought he did a good job of, of getting rid of the ball, through the ball away a couple of times, um, just was able to, um, even when the 49ers got contact against him, to uh, get rid of the ball. When, when you've got arm talent, you're, you're able to do that. It's something that not every quarterback can do. Now, whether the, if they got the same sort of pressure against Jared Goff, uh, my 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 thought is that some of those pressures, some of those uh, quarterback hits, turn into quarterback sacks on Sunday. Did Kyle address the run pass mix at all, either today or earlier in the week, in terms of maybe not feeding McCaffrey as much as he would have liked, or not even using JP Mason or Eli Mitchell at all in the ground game? Well, that's not true. Uh, Eli uh, Eli Mitchell was in for the final kneel down Apologize, on the very last yes. snap of You're the right, game, Matt. so. Yeah. I just want to. I just make sure that I got to be better, man. Matt. I'm sorry, and I see it here in the uh, the snap count right next to Eli Mitchell. There is the number one. There's yeah, one. That's on yeah, me. That, that was the one that he got. Um, no, he hasn't addressed it. I mean, that again has been another, um, you know, something that's been raised throughout the season. Uh, the, the Packers played, um, you know, seven, sometimes eight guys in the box all, all game. So they were um, basically daring the 49ers to to, to uh, throw the ball. Um, I don't think that Kyle Shanahan wanted to kind of run against a heavy box like that, and that's why he didn't go as often. Although, I mean, to your point, uh, when, the, when the 49ers did run the ball, they had success. And, um, you know, uh, we talk about rest and the effect that it had on the team. Uh, Christian McCaffrey obviously was unaffected by the rest, or more to the point, he really took advantage of the rest. He looked like he was ready to play this game. He was running over guys like uh, at no other point this season. So, um, and, and that's the reason why he doesn't come out of the game because he looks so good on all the plays that he does take part in. If Debo doesn't play for some reason, and I'm with you, I think he's going to find a way to play, at least find a way to give it a go. Um, does that change? the emphasis on Christian McCaffrey is, is he going to be, are they going to get tricky and use him at receiver more and Elijah Mitchell in the backfield? Like what's your opinion? What are the adjustments the Niners offense has to make if, if Debo's not available on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, there's only one other guy that gives them any sort of semblance of that. Um, you know, that, that Debo Samuel type style and that's Ray Ray McLeod. He's Debo's under study, so to speak. Obviously, it's a different body type, but McLeod can do some of the same things that, that Debo does, work out of the backfield, things like that. Um, you know, my thought is that they shouldn't overthink it, um, that right. you know, Juwan Jennings is your number three wide receiver. So if number two goes down, you just give the bulk of the work to, to number three. Um, and uh, you sort of have this uh, might versus right, this very mighty offense with Jennings in it. Maybe it's not quite as uh, versatile as a uh, Debo Samuel offense, but um, you know he, he stepped up, I thought. He made some big-time catches, some big-time moves after the catch as well. He's, uh, he's gotten really good at sort of uh, giving that, uh, that quick juke and then you know gaining another four or five yards and, and picking up the first down. So um, that's how I would do it, but um, you know the, the 49ers seem to kind of dispense those Debo Samuel snaps almost equally between Ray Ray McLeod and Juwan Jennings. Matt Barrows from The Athletic here on 95.7 The Game. It's Willard and Dibs with FP in for Mark. 
talked a lot about pressure earlier in the show, Matt. Who do you think is under more pressure heading into this Sunday game? Is it Kyle Shanahan and his legacy, or is it Brock Purdy and his reputation around the league? I mean, uh, both of these guys, I, I think, um, you know, my thought is that Brock Purdy is going to respond very nicely um, to this game. I mean, there there were reasons why he was so off against Green Bay. Um, and uh, when that happens, he usually has a very, very good game the following week. Um, I think the forecast is in his favor. I think it was something like 71 degrees and, and partly sunny on Sunday. So uh, that's going to help. But um, I think that uh, this past game, um, there's already a chip on the guy's shoulder. I think this only kind of adds a little bit more weight to that chip, and I think he's going to be ready and, and have a really nice game. So, how do you look at practice today? Was it, I mean, was it, was it raining down there? And how did I'm how did he throw the wet ball in practice today? I mean, we're are we overanalyzing this guy, Matt? Well, no. I mean, um, I, I think it's uh, you know a a known fact now that um, he doesn't play very well in the rain. I mean, he said as much after the game that um, he was kind of going back and forth about wearing a glove and. You saw that um, uh, some of the, the short passes were off target. That's sort of a counterintuitive thing with a wet ball. Is uh, you would think that uh, the the easy throws uh, that are, are are the shorter ones. Sometimes it's the opposite because you have to get rid of the, the, those uh, those quick throws so quickly that you don't have a a, a second to sort of. Um, get a good grip on the ball. We saw that happen with, with Trey Lance a couple of years ago in that opener in Chicago. Uh, he was missing, you know, easy screen passes to Debo Samuel uh, because he had to get rid of it so quickly and you just don't have the grip, the right grip on the ball. So that was something that uh, Brock Purdy was struggling with on Saturday. He struggled with it when it got a little rainy in Cleveland earlier in the year. Um, you know, last year's uh, playoff opener against Seattle um, he didn't open the game very well, and uh, why was that? Well, it was it was wet. It was raining to begin that game, and the rain went away. Uh, on Saturday, the rain only seemed to get more intense uh, as the game went on, and so that's why that's why you saw Purdy. You know, he looked great on some plays. He looked bad on others. Um, it was uh, you know, I think the rain was very much a big part of that, um, and um, he was trying to adjust the whole time. Well, we're looking out the window here in downtown San Francisco, and there's actually blue sky, and the sun is peeking through. So it looks like we've got smooth sailing heading into Sunday. Matt, thank you for joining us and taking a few minutes out of your time. We always appreciate it here. Anytime, guys. Talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 